Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. A paediatrician, my first time in town after Mary died, he diagonally sprinted across the road to avoid me and that was like, for me, okay, this is different. I know, I now understand that this is different because we've had three other significant deaths in our families. Stuart's parents died in a plane accident and no one did that to us afterwards. It's very, very, very different. Today's Calm Your Farm is a lesson about what some people in our community need from the rest of us. I'll let you know now it references suicide and eating disorders, so it might not be for everyone. And if it's not for you, then please turn it off now. Mary Baker was an adventurous little girl from a loving family. She adored her two big brothers, and she strove to keep up with them from the day she learned to walk. At 12 years old, Mary developed a tooth abscess requiring root canal surgery, And many of us can relate to the pain involved in that situation, but for Mary, it led to a secondary condition. She stopped eating and she just couldn't get started again. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Mary Baker's parents, Annette and Stuart, founded an organisation called Survivors of Suicide and Friends. They run an annual event called the Winter Solstice and they're also raising money to fund a documentary about their battle for better mental health care and suicide prevention. There are links in the show notes to this episode if you'd like to support them in that or for more general information. And don't forget you can always contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. Annette and Stuart have a lot of advice about how we can support families who find themselves mourning after suicide. I can't promise we can help calm their farms, but we can reach out and embrace them. Mary got sick when she was 12 and um, she started with a 
a tooth abscess that was very bad and she developed a virus um, and got extremely sick and just stopped eating. So that was in March 2008, exactly three years later, plus a week, she took her own life. Uh, She had an eating disorder for the entire time. You know, I was told it's not the eating and I'm thinking, well, teach me what is it. I I don't, you know, we were not educated Mm. with um, an eating disorder and we, you know, Stuart and I shared uh, taking four meals to Mary at school a day for three years. So (laughs) we kept her alive and if there were not warning bells to the doctors from that, we thought that this Mm. was normal. But, you know, when you look at where... We, where Mary came from, it was a physical overlapping to a mental and that was quite different when we look back. But we were in survival mode. <laughs> when she was physically unwell and was in hosp- hospital in Albury, then eight weeks in Melbourne she would have died from her physical or, you know, her, her weight loss. She was close to death, I guess, and maybe she didn't ever fully recover from from that. She was, you know, beautiful, dignified, and, you know, I think she thought it was the only way out, and, and I don't think she trusted the medical system yeah. and didn't think they could help her, and... She thought they were idiots. Mm. And I think she's right. I think she said dickheads, yeah, when she recovered from being in um, Royal Children's for two months to force feed her to get her eating and back back on track from the acute stage. She continued to, to go to school and play sport and on the outside she looked like she might have been improving but probably... No one ever got to the nub of the problem or, and, and possibly, and, and for sure, I suppose, the, the eating disorder was just what you could see on the outside. But she, had, she must have had serious depression for the entire time and I think at the end of the day she, she could only see one way out and I'm sure she knew what she was going to do a long time before it happened and no one had an inkling. Yeah, Patrick McGorry, I think, um, puts it beautifully. There's not many people that take their lives that are uh, well mentally. And that's the key to it. That's why you you don't get help as much and that's why people don't know what to say because it's counterintuitive taking your own life. That's, That's the opposite to what everyone else tries to do. And often with with an illness like that, there's a lot of lead time and warning coming up to the death and suicides, just traumatic, sudden, and and society has not been equipped to talk about it, and they actively try not to talk about it for a long, long time. So it's it's a re-education process that's happening, and I think I know in our community things have improved a lot in the years since Mary died. 
that the year that Mary died, her her younger her her uh, the youngest of the boys, Henry, was doing year twelve. So he went back to school because he didn't, you know, he was probably no good with me at home. And um, he was told he needed to sit exams. His brain was like my brain. <laughs> you know, he he was disappointed with results. He was disappointed with ATAR scores. We had to find help from, for him. And, and that, you know, all of that we shouldn't have had to be dealing with. It was very, very, very hard. Yeah. yeah. What you need is to be wrapped up in cotton wool and nurtured by the community, but they're not equipped to do it. So Mm. I guess we've had to do it ourselves and try and, you know, just be open and honest about what happened. And, And with that understanding, you know, the people get better at doing things and the community improves. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.